invite you to remain standing a moment longer as we read this morning's gospel. We're reading from the gospel according to John, the 11th chapter, verses 32 through 44. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, See how he loved him? But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench, because he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out! The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth, and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. This is the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. This past week I was reading a magazine article and saw a story that made me think of the the very thing that the story uh, contained. It was a story about... uh, a man who had lived and had a great and loyal, a faithful pet dog. And as the weeks wore by, the man knew that the pet's time was nearing an end. Movement was getting slower, hard to get around. And so the man, convinced that he was doing the right thing, took that pet dog to his veterinarian. He said, you know, I've been to this, this, me and my, this pet and others, we had, we'd been to this veterinarian time and time again. They had always cared for this loyal friend of our families. I've seen the veterinarian act in professional ways, a great bedside manner, and yet, the writer of the article said, on this day, the veterinarian, probably having had to euthanize hundreds if not thousands of animals out of mercy, shed a tear for my beloved friend that day. And so it got me thinking, maybe, just maybe, the tears that Jesus shed, not at the passing of a beloved animal, but yet a symbol, similar to that kind of experience maybe that that man was having at his local veterinarian's office. Maybe the effect that Jesus in his weeping, maybe the effect that he had on Mary and the others there at that tomb, maybe that was a way for 
Jesus not only to show his love for his dear friend Lazarus, because we know that Mary and Martha and Lazarus, the the brother and sisters of that household, were dear friends. We see that in Luke's gospel, but also here in John's gospel. Maybe that was a way for Jesus to embrace the love and care he had, not just for Lazarus, but the love and care he had with Mary and her sister Martha. Maybe it's an experience that we far too often overlook. I think sometimes we, we experience the loss of a family member or a friend or, or a loved one or even an acquaintance. And, and we're so focused on trying to, to move ourselves out of the, the time of grieving and mourning that we don't give ourselves the room to properly grieve and to properly mourn. So often we want to cheer our family members up, our, our friends, or, or we feel like others are trying to cheer us up and move us into, into positive experiences. And I think what, what I see and, and I experience here in the reading of this gospel text from John is, is Jesus giving us that time and permission to grieve properly. Maybe it's that sense of, of mourning being replaced, perhaps, the anointing of hope, maybe it's in those tears that Jesus shed that day. He knows, I mean, just, just moments later, he brings Lazarus back to life. Just moments later, and yet, he weeps at the loss of his friend and all the hopes that were probably wrapped up in that life that was well-lived. You know, in Ecclesiastes, one of the other texts that we find often read and shared at at memorial services or celebrations of life. We, we hear that old text that says there's this season for everything, a time for everything under the sun. And so on All Saints Sunday, we want to remind our family and our friends that, that it's okay to still have those, those soft spots in our heart for our loved ones. It's okay to still feel like something may be missing. We don't want to rush you into, into making you perfectly whole again. Because that would be hard to erase those great memories and fond hopes. But just as we said at the beginning of our worship experience today, that, that psalm, that quote from the psalm, this is the day the Lord has made. We are invited every day. Whether we are joy-filled at perhaps a new birth or a new experience in life, or whether we continue to walk the path of mourning and loss, this is the day that the Lord has made. And we are invited into that day's blessings and experiences. So if we are still having those moments of of fear or anxiety, yes, God is our hope, our greatest hope. But I think it's okay for us still to feel the sting of loss, the time of mourning. You know, the, the great thing about our God is our God is the God of the past, also the God of the present but certainly the God of the future. In the siege of Leningrad back in World War II, as the, uh, the, the German army was, was choking or trying to choke the life out of Leningrad, the Leningrad radio station was committed to staying on the air 24 hours a day to, to give the citizens of Leningrad, Leningrad some hope to remind them that they were not alone. And they say that even when the people in the radio station were too sick or too exhausted to continue talking, they would put a metronome 
on the radio station just so the people of Leningrad would hear the tick-tock, tick-tock to remind them that they were not alone and that they were all in this life together. And I think I, I would like to encourage each of us to be mindful that God does not abandon us, that God does not leave us alone, that we are all one in Christ. The great folklorist Mark Twain told a story one day of, of being out at the racetrack and, and he was about ready to come back to town and an acquaintance or a friend of his came up to him, he said, and, and he said, you know, I'm pretty broke. Can you buy me a, a train ticket back to town? And he said, well, I'm, I'm kind of broke myself. I'll take care of it. He said, you just hide underneath my seat on the train. And the man didn't know that Mark Twain went and purchased two tickets for the train ride back when the conductor got on the train and and went by to, to punch tickets, Mark Twain handed him two tickets, but the seat was empty next to him. And he said, sir, you've got two tickets. Where's the other passenger? And he said, well, he's kind of eccentric. He likes to ride under his seat. And he tapped him on the forehead. Friends, we go through life sometimes hiding under our seat because life just kind of grabs a hold of us and gives us this this anxiety, sometimes it's despair, sometimes it's other emotions, and certainly in the wake or loss of a loved one or friend, it's grief and mourning. But we can't always hide under our seats. Be mindful of our God who gives us the hope, who is the author of all hope in our lives. God is the future, and God is the future possibilities for each and every one of us. Life doesn't come to an end because our, our mortal bodies pass away. Life continues, but while we're in the here and now, we can continue to hope in the God who corrects all wrongs, who brings life back to the dead, who gives us the hope and the courage to live every day. So friends, as we uh, prepare to, to continue remembering saints and as we continue to prepare our hearts to come to this table Know that God gives us this permission to let lamenting interconnect with hope. But make that hope in the hope of our Lord Jesus Christ and in His work, in His death that overcame death itself so that you and I can experience a full life here and now. Thanks be to God for people like Mary and Martha, for people like Lazarus, for Jesus who is the Christ and for all the saints that we treasure in our hearts. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. Amen.